Welcome back to IDP Bets. My name is Johnny the Greek. I am joined this week, as is tradition, with Mr. Adam Markham of the IDPshow.com. Adam, how are you, sir? I am doing wonderful. Uh, enjoying this, another fantastic Thursday night game. We have the Saints and the Rams. Uh, <laughs> 7 to 27 is the score. So, uh, yeah, as tradition, another bad Thursday night game. Yeah, it's uh, it's over already. Love that. And uh, this week for this episode, we have a very special guest. He is the co-host of InThisLeague.com Fantasy Sports. Those are podcasts for football, baseball, and college football. He's a contributor for Fantasy Pros. Mr. Scott Bachman, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. What's up, gentlemen? How we doing? Good, man. Good. Good to have yeah. you. Yeah, Thursday night. Uh, I, I think this conversation that we've had is more exciting than the game. <laughs> of course. So, uh, but yeah, look, uh, th Thursday night games, I've been against them for a long time, to be honest with you. I, and look, I'm not against games on Thursday, but I am against four days rest. So if mm. you want to bring the teams off a of bye and play them on Thursday, I think that's going to make for a better product. Of course, you wouldn't be able to do it, you know, during non bye week weeks like this one. So the NFL never do it because they love their money. But uh, it is bad football every single week. So no argument here. But uh, <laughs> what we've got for you is some good stuff, though. We've got some IADP bets for this week. We're going to do uh, at least three each. Maybe we'll get a bonus one in and we'll start with Mr. Bogman. Scott, what is your first bet for week 16? Let's go with a Landon Roberts over seven and a half tackles against the Cincinnati Bengals. I do see this one at minus one Oh five. And look, I'm a Steelers fan. Uh, my dad's whole side of the family is from Pittsburgh. And then I'm from Texas. That's why I have weird allegiances. Steelers fan in the NFL, Texas for college football. Um, but look, my Steelers are miserable. They suck. Uh, they gave up completely last week. I expect the defense to be on the field a lot. There are no more defensive players left uh, in the secondary for Pittsburgh outside of Joey Porter. Everybody's hurt. I think, um, you know, because Casey's now suspended for the year. Mick Fitzpatrick's probably not going to play this game. It's probably going to be Killebrew and Patrick Peterson at safety for the Steelers this week. I don't know uh, what they're going to end up doing, um, but it's not good. Alanda Roberts is calling the plays. He's out on the field 100% of the time now outside of when he gets banged up. So, I just think the Steelers defense is going to be on the field a lot uh, because the offense is pathetic and terrible and Mason Rudolph is leading it. And I think Alana Roberts is like the only guy that's going to have tackles. So I think he's going to go well over the seven and a half. Nice. I, I love this. And and I think I feel like anyway, the Bengals have been using Mixon a little bit more with uh, Browning at quarterback. So, uh, you know, easy run stopping and tackles. throwing the ball behind the line or at yeah. like one or yeah. two yards a lot too. So, right. Right. Yeah. Adam, what do you think? Yeah, I love this. Landon Roberts, 17.5% tackle rate this year. That's one of the best among all linebackers. He's averaging 7.8 tackles over his last five, and that's with him leaving two of those games early due to injury, like uh, Scott mentioned. So, yeah, great call this week. Love it. Nice. All right, we're off to a good start. Uh, Mr. Markham, what do you got for your first one? All right, for this one, I'm going with Mr. Duke Riley, over five and a half tackles Ooh. plus assist. That is minus 145 this week. Raleigh has started two games since Jerome Baker went down, and he has recorded only five tackles in each contest. So this bet looks a little risky, but I think we need to remember that Duke Riley and the Dolphins play the Jets, who rank 30th in tackles allowed. 
to opposing linebackers and the Titans, who rank 26. This matchup improves as Duke gets the Dallas Cowboys, who rank 13th in tackles allowed to opposing linebackers. Duke played 100% of the snaps in Week 14 and 81% of the snaps in Week 15, and is playing well from a PFF standpoint with a 78.8 overall grade and an 84.8 coverage grade. So no concern of them taking them off the field. Um, so yeah, I love Duke Rye this week. Um, I think we could easily see a eight to nine tackle performance. Nice, nice. Yeah, I like it. And Cat Cowboys got to show up after last week, so I, I think we get a little bit more. I think that out was the that. flu. You know, that, that was, I honestly do. I think that like, because they said it went through the locker room. Mm. I mean, I know Buffalo was good. I'm not trying to take a lot away from Buffalo here or anything, but I think, you know, you go through, through the flu. It's not like you're feeling great the next day. You know, I'm sure they gave him all the nice goofballs and hydration packs and IVs and everything they could possibly handle, but he's still not feeling great. So if I, I that's kind of my hypothesis as to why they didn't show up. Maybe they just suck, but. Um, they, they had been looking so good and they came out so flat in that game. I feel like the, the illness really had to kind of affect them last week. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Uh, that's a good call right there. I think we, I think we both like that. All yeah, right. definitely. Definitely. Um, and, and maybe it's a flu, but also maybe it's just the Cowboys just being the Cowboys and oh, it's, it's, it's the Cow- four to it's five a, times. A it, year. it is. I, I knew they were going to lose that game as a Cowboys <laughs> fan, but it was minus 136. So I'm not spending, you know, 260 yeah. something dollars to make a like whatever, 100 or 200. Like, I'm not doing that, but uh, I, kn- I knew they were going to lose. <laughs> Ugh, all right. Uh, moving on. All right. So my first one this week is I'm going to take Eric Kendricks over seven and a half combined tackles. It is minus 130, but we've talked about this before. To minimize risk, you can parlay round robin so you don't get hosed if something happens to you. Uh, and then the prices start to build up a little bit. Uh, so the Chargers are playing the Bills. Uh, he's hit this two of the last three weeks. The Bills found a nice recipe last week with 266 rushing yards on 49 attempts. Even if we get just a fraction of that, Kendricks or Murray, probably both, are in prime position to hit their overs on their combined tackle numbers. Chargers are once again starting a backup quarterback. They're playing a better defense than what the Raiders had, uh, and they struggled even there. Uh, The Bills are a better total defense. They are exponentially better at takeaways. And, you know, what we've seen out of Easton Six so far hasn't been great. This is a recipe for a bloodbath where Kendricks and company spend a lot of time on the field, more time than usual, and the Bills are either salting the game away, third and fourth quarter, or they just use that rushing attack that was so potent last week and just keep going with that. Either way, uh, those inside linebackers are in a good spot to have good tackle numbers this week. Uh, I like that one so much that it's on my sheet, and I feel like you were reading uh, from from it. Uh, I said... Uh, what I said here was I hate the juice on this one, like you said, and to pair it just like you said, because it is minus 130. Um, and if you just watch Kendrick's last week, good God, that dude was everywhere. He was in on every tackle. So he is feeling it right now. So, uh, you know what? I just uh, throw mine on the pile as well. That's the exact same one I want. So double confirmation has got to be pretty good. We're for sure going to get three tackles out of Kendrick's now. since <laughs> We both like it, you know. <laughs> Yep. I'll give you a triple confirmation. I like it too. <laughs> He's averaging nine tackles over his last five. So yeah, dude's Ooh. red hot. 
this is fantasy, fantasy wise, dude, he's crushing it. He's like a top five linebacker over that stretch as well. So love this to see is it. A cursed bet now. I yep. don't like yep. it. Yeah, definitely not happening now. Uh, Mr. Mr. Bagman, what do you got for your second one? Uh, well, I was my second one, but I'll go with, uh, <laughs> let's go with Damone Clark over seven and a half tackles against Miami. Uh, it's plus one Oh five, uh, 93% snap share last week. Uh, the, the dolphins run the ball a lot. I know, look, the passing game is what makes all the headlines, but they run the ball a lot. So I think with that high percentage of snaps, that Clark was out there last week. I think he's going to get the same type of work this week. This bet is plus 105 as well. So you're getting a little uh, positive juice on it, which uh, always interests me. So uh, that is going to be my second bet. I'm going to stick to that game uh, that we talked about before between the Cowboys and the Dolphins. And look, if the Cowboys don't show up, Right for my bet because I think Clark had what thirteen or twelve or thirteen tackles it, last week, right? Right against the yes, yes. It's it, it, if that same thing happens this week, he's in prime position. Get the flu. Yeah, <laughs> the other half of the team gets the flu now. That's what I want. So, yeah, I love that. That's that's a good bet. And and this had like a fifty-two and a half point over under to start the week. It's gone down like two points or something. But Vegas thinks this is going to be a back and forth affair and a shootout. And that's what we want, right? We want a lot of offense on each side. I think that's going to help get Clark. To I picked that. the over in that game for sure. I th I think the Cowboys show up. We'll see. I mean, maybe I'm cursing them, but I do think they show up in that game. Nice. Adam, what do you think? Yep. I love it. Uh, you want me to go to next bet? Is, is that what you want me to do? <laughs> Great transition. Yes. That uh, <laughs> make it smooth and sound, uh, me sound really cool. Um, all right, so this one I'm going to go with another household linebacker, um, EJ Speed, over six and a half tackles plus assists, minus 145. In the three games since releasing Shaq Leonard, EJ Speed is playing 93% of the snaps and he's averaging eight tackles per contest. Falcons ranked 12th in tackles allowed to opposing linebackers, and they rank 12th in plays per game. Um, I think this is just another good matchup for uh, for Jack Leonard. I'm sorry for um, Zaire Franklin and EJ Speed. Uh, Atlanta loves to run the ball. Um, I feel like we're going to see hopefully them get back to you know letting Bijan carry the rock a lot. Um, but either way, I like these linebackers in this contest. I think uh, EJ Speed easily should get over six and a half in this one. Yep, you, you stole the next one I was going to talk about. Yeah, we really should compare notes before we do this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so I, dude, I am so in agreement. He's done this two out of the last three games. He's up against Atlanta that's got the ninth overall rushing attack. They have about 32 attempts per game. Uh, you know, that's a great setup to begin with. And Arthur Smith caught so much crap after last week that it, I feel like his hand is going to be forced a little bit to, to just force feed Bijan right down yeah. their throats. I uh, I mean, I hope that's the case because obviously I'm a gigantic Bichon fan, uh, UT fan here. Uh, but this is the one. So I scrapped that one to keep the Kendricks one in. And then Kendricks, of course, gets picked. So, uh, yeah. Lot, th there, first of all, I wish there was a little more on a Thursday uh, mm. from DK, right? Like, let's get these bets out a little faster. Uh, I know they are harder to figure out, but um, there's also like, you see some of these bets, I, and I'm, I know I'm going off on a tangent here, guys, so I apologize, but um, you see some of these bets, and you're like, oh, that one looks great, minus 185. It's like, <laughs> why is this even out here? Who is picking this bet? 
you know, uh, so I don't know. The, the juice has been bad. Vegas gets smarter as the year goes on, as we do, right? But, yeah, uh, I probably Sunday morning is the best day to look at the bets because that's when they finally all drop. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. I would like to see DraftKings eventually move to, like, alternative lines, you know, for tackles. Like, you can bet. Ooh. You could bet, you know. Uh, Zaire Franklin's going to get 12 tackles this week, you know, instead of just like the standard, like nine and a half or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that stuff would be really cool. I feel like we'll get there eventually. Right. It's just, they're just going to take all my money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Scott, I'm so with you on that. I do like a Thursday, you know, round robin parlay, big old bet for, for this show and just, you know, as early bets. And then I do Sunday morning when everything else Great. comes out and you, and you've got all the actual values. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm, like I said, I'm a night owl, so I'm usually getting up like maybe an hour and a half before kickoff, but yeah, I, I do. I make my bets on Sunday morning, uh, more bets on Sunday morning for sure, because way more props are out on the IDP side. Nice. Good stuff there. And I have no idea where we left off. I think it's you. Oh, beautiful. Okay. All righty. So the next one I'm thinking about is David long dong silver. Over six and a half combined tackles. It is minus 140, so the price stinks, but we've talked about this. Uh, same game. They're, they're home against Dallas. He's hit this two of the last three up against a stellar Dallas offense that was embarrassed last week and should at least show up this week. The price tells you that Vegas feels this is likely. I do as well against this 12th overall Cowboys rushing attack and 6th overall offense in the league. Uh, this was a 52 and a half point spread, uh, earlier in the week or over under rather. Um, you know, so they feel like we've, we've said this, they feel like it's going to be a shootout. They feel like we should get plenty of offense. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's outdoors, but it's Miami. It's, it's not new England. It's not Denver. So weather won't be a factor. Like I, I think we're going to get like what Scott said. I think we're going to get over that 52 and a half and we're going to get like a really good shootout here. And that's perfect for a guy like David Long to hit over six and a half, which isn't a big number. It's not Hunter S. Thompson. Um, uh, I love the glasses, by the way. So <laughs> I was trying to, I was like, who does this remind me of? Uh, it's definitely fear and loathing in Las Vegas. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, look this one. And I believe David Long, uh, what do you call him? Long Dong Silver. That's his Christian name. Of course, everybody knows that. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, uh, I like this bet too. Like I said, I think there's going to be a lot of plays in this game, probably, especially if it is more of a shootout, uh, you're going to see a lot of clock stopping because of incomplete passes and, and things like that. So, uh, yeah, this could be a long one on both sides. Wouldn't be shocked to see it go to OT either. So I like tackle totals in this one. Nice. Good stuff. Uh, what do you got for number two there, Mr. Bagman? Uh, I think this is three for me. Three, uh, three, Mr. Bagman. I will go with Jermaine Johnson over 0.25 sacks versus Washington. It is minus 120, but all the confirmation that I needed was when Ron Rivera said that Sam Howell is starting again. That means I am taking sack props for whoever the Jets are throwing out there. Doesn't really matter. And the Jets are so miserable on offense that I expect Washington to have the ball a lot in this game. So more opportunities for sacks as well. This could be, you know, seven or eight if Hal stays out there the whole game because they don't like giving him even one Mississippi and he likes holding on to the ball. It's a great combo for us to get sack props. So I'll go with Jermaine Johnson. 
Nice. Love that. Love the point two five too. You, you still get it with the half sack. That's always yeah. important because you can get hosed on that. We've seen that plenty of times. Uh, yeah. Adam, what do you think? I, I love that. I love it as well. Jermaine Johnson. Awesome player. Uh, he's having a fantastic second year. I think there was a lot of people that were kind of skeptical about him. You know, he wasn't, he was a guy that was drafted the end of the first round. Didn't really flash too much year one. But boy, took a massive jump, 13% pressure rate this year, killing it from a PFF standpoint. Um, yeah, I think they have a, a real uh, legit edge rusher there in, in New York. I'm excited to see him and Will McDonald kind of be the the building blocks moving forward. I hope Will McDonald is him next year like he is this year. You know what I mean? I think he will. I think he will. I th- he, he's shown. like he, he's, he's got some flash, some flash plays. So I think that, you know, once we can just get some consistency, more opportunity for him too. It's just it's tough to to crack that rotation. That's a really deep rotation. It is. But yeah, I expect big things from that defense. I mean, um, they're already really good, you know. So it'll be nice to see. Yeah, if they could just have a quarterback, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. This is a great uh, DJ Reed Sauce Gardner week too, because because Howell loves to throw to the wrong team. <laughs> He does. Yep. How long until we see Jacoby Brissett? And then does he throw two touchdowns on 10 pass attempts as well? So mm. like he did last week, we'll see. Yep. Good possibility. All right, Mr. Markham, what do you got? All right. We'll just hit two little quick ones here at the end. Um, I mean, not good odds, but I feel like this is a pretty sure bet. TJ Watt over 0.75 sacks. That's minus 215. So definitely parlay this with something. He recorded two sacks in the first matchup in week 12. Um, this is one of those deals where I wish there was like an alternative like sack. Yeah. Line. Like if it was yeah. like one and a half, I'd probably bet the over on it. Yeah. Give me two and let me have that plus 300, please. That's yep. what I want. So exactly. I'm not taking anything at minus 215. Come on. You have to, you really have to. You got to find something good or maybe yeah. even a little risky to uh, parlay that with, which, you know, I don't know. Parlays are tough. So, uh, but when they hit, you're a genius and you have to tell all your friends and everyone, you know, so. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> another one that I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, it's scary to bet against Bobby Wagner, but um, his, his tackle line this week is nine and a half. So Tennessee Titans are not a good matchup for linebackers. They're like 26. Um, and tackles allowed to opposing linebackers. So it's a, it's a decent spot if you want to go under this week, under nine and a half for Bobby Wagner. And I also noticed Jordan Brooks was um, six and a half in that game. I like that bet way more. Um, and that one kind of feels likely. I almost took Brooks, but he's just, he's been so inconsistent. And, yep. uh, you know, they, you know, Wagner's out there for 100%. Brooks is not. He's the 85 to 80-ish, sometimes higher, but a lot of times lower, too. So uh, he's just more of a wild card. Yeah, yeah. and I, I like that under idea, too. That that definitely – I mean, Tennessee's season is over. Ma- mathematically, realistically, metaphorically, whatever you want to call it. Will Levis probably isn't playing this week. They're going back to Tannehill for a week. Like, they, they, they've closed up shop. They're not going to show Tannehill up. just – throw for 300 this week like, oh i'm sure because i said it because i said well, it not loud. even because yeah. you said it just because they went with will <laughs> levis finally and it's like yeah. uh you know uh not, now i look good uh he's miserable he's <laughs> you know he's an aggie anyway we don't like him so yeah <laughs> all right good stuff there all right i'll uh i'll round us out here so um 
I'm going to take Aziz Alshair over nine and a half. It is plus 110, so decent price. Uh, so, yeah, this is going right uh, with what we were just talking about in that same game. So he is home against the Seahawks. He's hit this the last three weeks in a row. Uh, Titans are late, are without Will Levis this week. They're eliminated from playoff potential. It should be a bloodbath where Seattle dominates everything from time and possession of the game itself. And Aziz is cleaning up those late third and all the fourth quarter runs that salt away the clock. Uh, he could even hit this by halftime, to be honest with you. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, so, yep, Aziz over nine and a half. I uh, I like that one. That's another one I consider. You know, I think you have to, when you're looking at the bets, I think you have to go like, all right, what are my 100% snap rate guys? What are the totals? That's the first thing I look at is the totals on those linebackers you know are going to be out there. They're either green dot because they're calling the plays, you know, or you just know they're going to be out there 100% of the time. That's what I first look at. And then it's the juice, right? Where's the juice? That's kind of what I, I, I do. Or if the number is absurdly low and the juice is bad, uh, like the one we talked about before, you pair it. You, you, you bundle it. You know what I mean? You do like the American pickers. So uh, you, you make it work for you. So... <laughs> I like that. What what else do we look for? That might be worth talking about here for a minute in, instead of just throwing darts, you know? Like, what are, what are we thinking about when we do these things? Uh, I'm always looking at corners because Vegas does not have any idea what they're doing with corners. Like, there there are certain things you, you can You also line know up. every corner's blood type and social security <laughs> number too, right? So, but there are some... Helps. There's some easy things you can look at, though, like wide receiver targets and overall right. passing offense and stuff like that. Like if all that lines up and it's a good corner to begin with, like a Devin Witherspoon or something, and they're saying three and a half combined tackles, it's like, yeah, OK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I also like uh, O-line matchups. Um, so, you know, just knowing like uh, New England, uh, their offensive line hasn't been that good. And, and it doesn't really matter if the offensive line is good, it's if the quarterback is getting rid of the ball, like Sam Howell, we know there's a clear difference between when Sam Howell has the ball and Jacoby Brissett has the ball, right? So Sam Howell is going to try to extend the play. He's going to take a lot of sacks. Same thing with Tommy DeVito, right? Uh, so sometimes it's the quarterback. Sometimes it's the O line, but it's who, whoever has the best matchup and, you know, uh, and also uh, offensive plays per game. Uh, I like to look at like over the last three weeks, Buffalo, Tennessee uh, and Carolina. Well, actually a lot of teams, Cleveland and Dallas have all averaged over 70 plays per game offensively. So, you know, just from their pace, they're going to have more plays, which gives you more opportunities for tackles, interceptions, sacks, whatever. So I think those, those are a couple of the things that I look at uh, when I'm before I'm making my IDP bets. Yeah. And that's a good point too, that you're looking at like the last three weeks and not just the entire season because shit changes, you know, I mean, different quarterbacks, defenses change all the time. Injuries, mm -hmm. offensive injuries, line injuries, quarterback injuries, wide receiver, whatever. Yeah, exactly. it is. These teams are very different now from what we saw at the beginning of the season. So it is a little silly to you know, continue with the, well, you know, they're giving up all of this. Well, they haven't given up any in the last three weeks. So what's the difference? Uh, lineman is healthier, different quarterback, fired an OC, whatever it is. You know, these teams are wholly and completely different. Way T. Perry just made a big old play. Mm, yeah, I'm keeping an eye on that too. Uh, how about you, Adam? <laughs> any, uh, 
any words of wisdom? What, what do you, what are some things you're looking at? Yeah. I mean, same stuff you guys are talking about. Um, I, sacks allowed. I mean, that's an easy one, you know, um, I'm always looking at pressure rates and stuff too, when it comes to like, uh, edge rushers, because a lot of times, you know, these guys don't get home on the sacks, but if they have good pressure rates and all that stuff, it means they're getting close and that likely sack production is coming. Um, so that's a big one for, for edge guys. Nice. Good stuff there. All right. Well, uh, we got our bets out there. Uh, let's let's do a little dismount for Mr. Bogman. Everyone knows where me and Adam are, but Scott, where can the people find you? Where do they see your stuff? And wh- what are you working on the rest of the year here? Yeah, thanks for having me on, gents. Uh, re- really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, you can find me at Bogman Sports on Twitter. I'm uh, obviously on In This League with my buddy, the Welsh. And uh, I'm also on Fantasy Pros and Betting Pros. I do... Uh, props picks over there on Monday, uh, Monday night and Thursday night football. Uh, I also do the straight picks uh, on Thursday show where we go over our five favorite bets uh, on the total or the money line, you know, stuff like that. Um, occasionally I do props for Welsh does props over there a bunch. And uh, yeah, so um, just a lot of work at betting pros and fantasy pros and in this league. And if you like college football, I also do a show called CFP winning edge on campus to Canton. So yeah, if you, uh, if you like my voice or, um, any of my takes, there's plenty of me out there, probably too much. So, uh, just, uh, follow my, uh, Twitter and you can find it. Never enough. Don't you sell yourself short. We have a game now, fellas. Uh, this is, I'm hoping I am open. I need it for some props. It was, I think it was, it was seven to 27 when we started this podcast yeah. 25 minutes ago. And now it is 22 to 30. So, uh, we will watch the end of this game. <laughs> yeah. We're, uh, we're heaters for the saints right now. That's somehow. right. That's it. That's it. Well, thank you everyone for listening. That was another good one. Scott, thank you for coming on. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it was a pleasure. Adam pleasure as usual. Good luck everyone this week. Lord knows we'll need it. And, uh, We'll catch you next time. Have a good one. Happy holidays. Take care. Bye-bye.